Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Relationship Talks. I'm your host Laurie Brooke and together we will get to take a look at what goes on behind closed doors. Today it's time for another solo episode and I want to talk to you today about conflict and self-responsibility. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Relationship Talks. As you would have heard in the introduction, I wanted to talk to you today about conflict and self-responsibility. And I suppose this came about from two very different scenarios, but it made me stop and think how much we have to actually start taking responsibility for what's going on. It is so easy in a relationship when there is conflict to place that blame and place that responsibility on what's happening with the other person. Like if they didn't behave that way, then I wouldn't be upset. They didn't say that thing, then I wouldn't have got hurt and I wouldn't have reacted. And it's such an easy trap to fall into and it's almost one that has been ingrained in us but it's something that I have been doing for a little while now and that is when I'm starting to find myself feeling frustrated or triggered like I'm starting to get hurt I'm starting to get upset I try really consciously to stop and Think about what is going on. And this morning as I was taking my daughter to school, we were having a conversation about what's going to be happening for the day and what she was looking forward to. And the conversation went down the path of, um, you know, she wasn't really looking forward to um, being around some particular friends because they were fighting and, you know, it made things difficult and awkward for everyone else. But I said, you've got to take responsibility for how you're showing up in those interactions. So you've got to still be the friend for those people you don't take sides. And it's a bit like in our relationships. We've still got to take responsibility for how we are showing up, for how we are reacting to situations. It does not mean that we are accepting or excusing Um, or brushing aside behavior that is inappropriate, not acceptable, and goes against our boundaries. I'm not for one minute suggesting that we do that. But what I am suggesting is that we need to instead turn around and look at ourselves and go, right, what they did then hurt me. Why am I feeling hurt by that? What is it that that's bringing up for me? Is it bringing up past traumas? Is it bringing up some insecurities that you have? Is it bringing up some fears? And you need to be able to identify that so that you can take responsibility for how you then respond as opposed to reacting. So when you're in that conflict cycle and it is, it can feel like there's one argument after another, just constantly, and it's 
you just don't feel like you can ever get off the hamster wheel. One of the best things that I've found in my relationships is to really take that time out and not necessarily in the midst of an argument. If you can, that's great. But sometimes you're so much in the midst of it, you don't see that as an option. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. What you can do though is when you've got some time to yourself, the time that I know for me is often the time when I'm replaying those arguments over and over in my head and coming up with all those other different scenarios that you could have said. Why didn't I say that? Why Why did I say that? Why didn't I say this? Oh, this that argument's much better. Why didn't I come up with that? That's the time when instead of doing those exercises, use it as a, okay, what's going on for me? And there's three questions, three questions that I like to ask myself. The first question that I ask is, why is that triggering me? Why is that triggering me? What is going on that that's causing a trigger in me to emotionally react, get upset, get frustrated, feel anxious, whatever it is? Why is that triggering me? The second question, what is that bringing up for me? What past experience, event, situation is that bringing up for me? And then the third thing that I ask myself is, how can I change that dynamic? So why, what, how? How can I change the situation so it doesn't happen again? Now, that last one is going to be different for everyone. It's one of those situations that for me, sometimes it's about letting things go. Sometimes it's about working through past issues so that I can let them go. Sometimes it's about forgiveness. Sometimes it's about just saying, hey, you know what? That situation, you let go of that a long time ago, stop bringing it up. Sometimes it's about having a conversation and explaining what that brings up for them brings up for you so when you use that language it makes me feel this way because of and explain it because if you've got some significant trauma in your previous in your life and your partner or a friend or a colleague is using language that triggers that and brings it up you need to be able to identify it because they they might not have any idea that that's what they're doing. So it's about understanding the language and explaining it to them so that they can also change their language if that's not what their intent was. So there's a lot to, I suppose, there's a lot there in terms of actually owning how you are showing up in that conflict the conflict itself is often, well, it's a difference of opinion, a difference of expectations. It's a difference in boundaries, maybe a difference in goals. 
And those differences can often be overcome by a conversation. But it's in identifying those differences and in trying to have that conversation that the conflict happens because of all of those past issues and events that do trigger us. It could be names, it could be language, it could be tone, it could be body language. It could be the time in which conversations are taking place is bringing something up for you. So being mindful of all of that really goes a long way to making sure that when you have those conversations, they're meaningful, they're fruitful, and they're actually going to achieve an outcome. As it goes with that, though, in terms of the conflict and being mindful and taking self-responsibility for how you're showing up in all of that, I equally think it's, impo- it's important that you call out the other person and make sure that they understand the role that they are playing in all of this. What do I mean by that? So maybe you were you were the person who said something very innocently and that has triggered an event inside of them, triggered an, an emotional reaction. And the reaction that you got from whatever it was that you said was very disproportionate. That's a great sign that there has been something triggered and that there's an underlying issue there that needs to be addressed. It's not necessarily the best of time to do it straight away, but once they have calmed down, there does need to be a discussion to say, hey, when I said this and you reacted that way, I feel like that that triggered something in you, that that brought something up for you that we should actually look at or that you should look at because I did not mean it that way. And if the way I said it, if I did something, if it was a tone, I would like to know so it doesn't happen again. So it's about being able to identify what it is, what that behavior was and what it was that you were trying to achieve. When it comes to actually navigating, I suppose, issues, it's how emotional reactions that we need to look at and often when we're seeing a reaction or creating a reaction in something it's because there is when it comes to the conflict cycle and having that constant I suppose roundabout of conflict going on at that particular point in time it is really important to be able to step back and try and assess what's going on if everyone's really tired then it's not the time to talk about issues. Um, I had a couple on the podcast um, early on, um, Caitlin and Andrew, and um, they made the smart decision to go, you know what, anything after nine o'clock, I think it was nine, it could have been 10, um, is not a time for a big discussion. If something comes up into our heads at that after that time, we park it, and we'll raise it the next day. What a great way to put in place a boundary and go, I know that I'm shutting down at that particular point in time. Let's not try and have a deep and meaningful. That could end up in a fight. 
let's try and avoid that. You know, if we're driving a certain path and we know there's roadworks, let's take a detour so we don't have to stop and sit in roadworks for three hours. Let's go a different way so we can avoid that conflict altogether. And that is a great strategy to be able to use in your relationship. If you know that mornings, nights are not a great time, then right, this is not the time to bring up issues. If you know that you need time to process it, create a plan. Hey, every week we're going to sit down at this time to talk about issues. In the meantime, here's a list. As we have issues that we need to raise, we're both going to write on it so we both know what's going to be get brought up. So it's about creating strategies to overcome that conflict cycle so you know what the conversations are going to be you know how you are going to respond. And if there are any issues, you can stop them before they trigger something in you. I hope you found that helpful. As always, remember the choice is yours. Make today and every day the very best it can be. Bye for now. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Relationship Talks. If you can, I would love for you to jump on and leave a review. And whilst you are at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please join me again next week when we get to take a look behind closed doors at someone else's relationship. But until then, I am your host, Laurie Brooke. And remember, the choice is yours. So make today and the week the very best it can be.